yourself to grieve who you used to be so you can become who you need to be right now. Hey, this is Celiac Gluten-Free Living with Deb. I was diagnosed with celiac disease about 16 years ago, and I had a hard time at the beginning, but then I learned to fully adjust and I live happy and healthy, a happy, healthy, gluten-free lifestyle. And I want you to live that way as well. I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to offer you tips and motivate you and inspire you. If you have celiac disease, or you might be able to relate, even if you have um, a condition where you have to eat gluten-free, you're welcome to be here. And I hope you find this podcast helpful, or you could be even supporting somebody with a lifestyle like this. So welcome to my podcast, rate the show five stars so other people just like you can find the show faster. Tell me what you like about the show uh, by leaving a review. I'd really appreciate that. All right. Allow yourself to grieve who you used to be so you can become who you need to be now. And what I'm talking about is that person you were before celiac. Okay. I can really relate to this this idea because that's kind of, that's really the process I had to go through uh, in order to be healthy and happy where I'm at today. I really had to grieve who I used to be. So when you are living your life a certain way and then you're hit with a diagnosis that completely changes everything, um, it kind of stops you in your tracks, right? And you know, it's unexpected, it's surprising, it can be shocking. Um, and that brings us to, you know, stage one, that shock and denial phase, you know. And I know this looks different for everybody. For me, it was just shock, shocking, you know. It just took a little while to wrap my mind around it. It's not that I didn't believe it, but it just, it felt like it wasn't happening to me. I just never imagined this happening to me. <clears throat> and I didn't stay in this stage for very long, but, you know, I did experience it nonetheless. And then stage two is when I started feeling more of that pain, you know, or that anger. Uh, for me, it wasn't like full out anger, but it was a lot of pain. Just thinking about like, you know, this new life, it was overwhelming. <clears throat> so, <sighs> so the second stage of pain is just when it starts becoming real. You know, you got this diagnosis. It didn't seem real. Felt like it was someone else's life. Like you're watching a movie, you know, and then this pain, this pain, like why, you know, why me? Um, and then this pain, you know, kind of just goes into the stage three of kind of maybe feeling angry. I, like I said, I didn't feel like full blown mad or angry, but I wasn't happy either. Um, I was you know, I wished it wasn't me. You know, I wished I didn't have to, to deal with that or figure out this new life. It was frustrating. It was a lot of frustration in that stage. And then, you know, then comes that stage four where you're feeling kind of isolated and depressed. Um, you know, then you kind of get into that, that spot where you feel like, you know, nobody understands what you're going through more than you everyone's trying to or they try to support you or other people might try and then they forget sometimes that you can't eat something and you know it's not always on the forefront of everyone's mind how you're feeling or how you're dealing and um, it just feels really lonely you know like maybe you go to uh, your friend's house they put out a bunch of food 
<clears throat> and they look at you and like, oh yeah, you know, you can't eat anything here. <laughs> and then in those moments, you feel like all alone, you know, like, ah, you know, it's just, it can be a really depressing feeling, an isolating feeling, you know, where everyone's got full plates of food and you have, you know, a glass of water and, uh, you know, a piece of fruit or something like that. Just different social situations can really highlight that, um, you know, how, <laughs> that lonely feeling and uh, it, it can be tough it can be tough so tip for you if you're feeling going through that stage um, is uh, allow yourself to feel grief you know it's okay to feel sorry for yourself um, but don't accept too much sympathy from everybody else because I feel like when you get too much I'm sorry from from people around you it doesn't really lift you up, you know, it just kind of keeps you stuck in that place. So I never really enjoyed um, people feeling sorry for me. Um, what I appreciated is people doing things for me that helped. So um, don't accept too much sympathy. Um, even though, even if it's hard, if in your head, you're like you're sympathizing with, <laughs> with yourself and you're feeling sorry for yourself, you know, it helps to not dwell on it. And I, I would just kind of pretend that I wasn't really feeling it to other people because I, I noticed if I showed that I felt like that, I would get a lot of that from other people. Like then I'd get like a sympathy crowd and I don't want a sympathy crowd because that doesn't lift me up, right? And I knew I wanted to be lifted up, even though I needed to feel this grief. I needed to feel lonely. I needed to feel depressed in order to just kind of adjust to my new life um, to get through that. And for me, I feel like this is a stage that I spent a long time at where I had to really allow myself to grieve, to feel sorry for myself in those quiet moments by myself. You know, you have to cry, you have to let go, you have to um, just allow yourself to feel all those depressing thoughts and uh, all the emotions that go with letting go of your old self, your old life and realize that old person, that old life, that old self, it's never ever coming back. You've got to accept where you're at. And the you don't know, you can't put a timeline on this, but you need to allow yourself to feel that way. All right. But again, like I said, don't allow too much sympathy from other people because like that could just keep you there. You don't want to be kept there. You want people to encourage you and help you forward. And that's what, you know, that's what you want to attract anyways. So anyway, so just allow yourself that time. It's okay to feel sorry for yourself. Um, and it's okay to cry. It's okay because you are grieving who you used to be. If you allow yourself enough time to do this, then eventually you'll find yourself going into that next stage, that fifth stage of a feeling uh, more positive. You're starting to accept your new life, how things are. All right. And if you rush, if you don't allow yourself to really grieve the loss, you're going to have a hard time getting to this acceptance phase. So, um, like I said, you can't put a timeline on it, but eventually you'll keep processing all those emotions and then you'll feel like, ah, I'm starting to accept my life. Right, I'm starting to accept this change. I'm going to have to live with this disease. 
It's something I can manage. And you try to remind yourself of all these positives, right? I don't have to take medication. I can manage my food. I have a lot of control. You know, I can learn new things. I can learn how to do things in a different way. So there's a lot of pluses. So looking at all the positives, um, practicing that gratitude will really help you in this um, accepting part of the disease that you have this celiac disease and it's not going anywhere. You know, and go um, along with this, you know, is that with that acceptance is a reconstruction kind of phase that you're going through. You're reconstructing your life, how you live it, what you eat and um, all these new habits. Um, you know, for instance, here's a new habit. Like I had to learn when I, if I went to a restaurant that might've had chips and salsa, I can't just reach out and grab that chip and dip it in the salsa like I used to do just out of habit. I had to physically stop my hand from grabbing things that it used to grab without even thinking about it. <laughs> um, because, you know, those tortilla chips are often in a shared fryer with other items like breaded items. And um, cross-contamination is um, not good if you have celiac disease. So as an example of a habit, you know, your, your body has to form new habits. You have to form new ways of thinking. So you're restructuring everything in your life and um, coming to full acceptance. Ah, and those are the state. Well, I don't actually know if that's the official stages of grief, but those are the stages of grief that I feel like I experienced. And possibly you might feel the same way. And uh, the point is, is it's a process. All right. It's a process. Allow yourself to feel all the emotions and it's okay. You know, honestly, like celiac disease, as long as you take care of yourself, it's not a death sentence. I mean, you, you'll be okay, but you have to be mindful with what you eat because if you are not mindful, then, well, you're not going to be okay. Um, and it's okay to feel sorry for yourself. Even if there are people in the world that are more sick than you or have more serious like a more serious diagnosis than you that's not the point you know the point is is you used to be a certain way and now you are a different way and just because there's worse things in the world doesn't mean you don't feel a loss or you don't feel bad and you don't feel angry okay and you have a right to you have a right to experience all those emotions and um, sure, you know, things could be worse and that's okay. So maybe, you know, it is helpful to think uh, things could be worse and, and practice some gratitude for what you do have that will help you along the way. But um, don't cut yourself short, okay? Um, allow yourself to grieve the loss. And uh, if you feel lonely, know you're not alone. A lot of people feel this way. And it can be really isolating to get diagnosed with a, a disease especially when you don't know anyone that has that disease. And, um, but there are lots, hundreds of people that have that disease and maybe you haven't connected with people like that yet and that's okay. But that's what this podcast is for. I want you to feel like you're not alone. I want you to allow yourself to grieve so you can pull through in the end and get to that life, your new life your new gluten-free life and feel happy and fulfilled because I promise you, if you allow yourself to grieve that grieve and go through that process, you will come out on the other side, happy and healthy.
I hope this message resonates with you. I hope you have an amazing day. Um, do me a favor, rate the show five stars so people just like you can find the show faster and quicker. Tell me what you like about the show by writing a review. I want you to have an amazing day. You deserve it. Namaste.